Hello and a big warm welcome to you and welcome to the Aware Parenting Podcast. My name's Marion Rose, PhD, and we are really nearly at the end of this sleep series. And I really wanted to record this episode because it's been something that I've thought of and considered in my own experience as both a parent and as an aware parenting instructor and a friend of many parents practicing aware parenting and many parents who are aware parenting instructors. A couple of weeks ago, I put out a post on social media to ask people practicing aware parenting, did they notice a correlation between in particular accumulated feelings and the incidence of nightmares. And I received so many responses back from people sharing things that really supported what I have been thinking. So I do want to say, of course, this is not a double-blind research study. It's simply some observations. This may not be your experience. It's really a kind of hypothesis at the moment. And really that is, how would I articulate my hypothesis? Well, that the more we can meet a child's needs, a baby and child's needs, and the more higher proportion of their feelings they get to express, the less likely it is that they will have nightmares I guess that's my hypothesis. (laughs) And what I'd love to share before I talk more about this is remembering the three core elements of aware parenting. So the first being attachment style parenting, the second being non-punitive discipline, and the third being both the prevention wherever possible of stress and trauma and also the supporting of babies and children and teens to heal from stress and trauma that does happen through their innate healing processes, which include supported play and laughter and supported crying and raging. And this is really relevant for this topic because some of the comments, now I haven't asked if all the people that responded are willing for me to share here on the podcast, so I'm not going to cite people word for word, but I'm going to to say the kinds of things that they've said. I mean, it is public, so if you want to scroll back through my social media to find more detail about the specific things that people said, please feel free to do that, and that's in a public arena, but I didn't ask if these people were willing for me to share on the podcast, so I will not quote them or cite them, but I will gather from what they said and share some things about that. So one of the things someone was talking about was about why they thought the lack of nightmares in their children was related to meeting their need for closeness, so co-sleeping, and then later on, you know, the child getting to choose when they then moved into their own space, and also preventing them from watching scary movies or TV shows. So if we go back to those three elements, we think about that that need for closeness, that attachment style parenting. Of course, you would have heard me talk a lot about this and the guests on this 
sleep series talk a lot about the importance of closeness for going to sleep. So that would fit with that. And the protection or prevention of stress and trauma wherever possible, that would be the limiting or preventing as much as possible them from watching or reading as well, scary things. However, most of the other responses were much more about the expression of feelings, both through laughter and play, but particularly through crying and raging. And the correlation between the amount of accumulated feelings and the likelihood of a nightmare. So I guess what my second hypothesis would be something like, our bodies are so wise, that isn't the hypothesis. (laughs) And that's a belief. (laughs) That we have a number of different processes that our bodies are, uh, psyches you could call are using to support the most optimal physical and emotional well-being. And it's almost like there are gateways or processes which happen and which if one doesn't happen, there's a kind of a backup plan. And what it seems to be from what I've observed, again, very small, it's a very small case study (laughs) or case studies that babies and children if they get to particularly more children we're talking about here because it's you know their ability to verbally describe what's happened for them whilst they're sleeping i'm not saying this very clearly am i i'm really aiming to express it clearly so basically that the more they get to express their feelings through crying and raging they get to heal from stress and trauma the the more they get to do that the less likely they need to move into a nightmare, which we could hypothesize is a is a secondary way to process, to make sense of, or to um, can use an old fashioned term of work through. None of them require fit but to make sense of, to to integrate perhaps frightening experiences that have happened that haven't been fully healed through laughter and play, crying and raging with loving support, of course. So I wonder how you feel when you hear this. As I say, it's just a hypothesis. It's just my thinking about what is possible. We could probably do a full research project on it, but since even if that does happen one day, it probably won't be for a lot of years. So I'm going to share it with you to see. Ah, I wonder how you feel. I wonder what you think. So some of the kinds of things that people said in their responses to my Facebook and Instagram posts were people saying that they had similar experiences and similar hypotheses that the more accumulated feelings there were, basically, the more likelihood there would be a nightmare. And that so perhaps... If a child is generally getting to do quite a lot of crying and raging with loving support, but then they may be doing less at some particular point, then that might be a time where there is a nightmare. In general, people said that they really observed that their children had, or their children that had been brought up with aware parenting had much fewer nightmares than what they observed around them. 
and that that differed depending on when they started aware parenting. So if perhaps they didn't practice aware parenting till later on and their first child had a number of years before they would, had their feelings listened to, that child might be the one who had the nightmares more often. And someone shared about their now adult child who's who had very few even slightly scary dreams, let alone nightmares. And often many of the parents really highlighted the difference between what they observed in their children and the relatively rare scary dreams or nightmares they had compared to what they experienced as children and teens. That was very common too. And so many people just said, yep, hardly ever, hardly ever, hardly ever any nightmares. And, yep, just lots of people saying that similar thing, the correlation between having experiences and feelings acknowledged and heard and the restful sleep and relative lack of nightmares. And more peaceful dreams as well. People were talking about that. And not only fewer or no nightmares but more peaceful and enjoyable dreams as well yes so lots and lots and lots (laughs) lots and lots and lots of people who said similar things people who said that they've had similar wonderings similar thoughts similar hypotheses as well and yeah coming back to again really that relationship with accumulated feelings Hmm, I am wondering if there's anything else that I want to share. Uh, Yep, so again, it was just this repeated, really repeated themes that I I saw many times in the responses that much less nightmares or none, very different between their own experiences as children and their own children, and that if there were nightmares, there was a clear correlation between more accumulated feelings at the time so isn't that I think that's incredible I think that's powerful (laughs) and really really interesting yeah I'm just reading through that's just like yes people just saying yeah that's my experience yes 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 that's what I have that's what I saw that's what I observed so that's about it really very quick episode (laughs) I wonder if you've experienced this kind of thing. I will invite you to come and share on my Instagram or Facebook page. I'd love to hear your experiences with this as well. We could gather in more information. And I think it'd be such a helpful thing again to remember what a powerful gift we're giving to our children that the more of their feelings we're able to listen to, the less likely it is, possibly, if this hypothesis is true, based on a very small sample size, that they are much less likely to have nightmares. Because nightmares can be really unenjoyable, can't they? So what, what a powerful thing that they get to express those feelings with us. They get to heal from that stress and trauma and then their bodies don't need to do more processing of that because it's already been done. So 
I want to remind you, if you listened to the last episode, that my Sound Sleep and Secure Attachment with Aware Parenting Course 2.0, which is what inspired me to do this sleep series anyway, is out and available now. The live round is starting on Saturday the 3rd of June. If you are listening to this after that date, the course is open all year round and there will be future live rounds and anyone who joins in at any time also gets to come to any and all future live rounds. So if you would like to dive in deeper to this topic and receive support and get to really immerse yourself in deeply understanding the relationship between aware parenting and sleep with all the different elements, I invite you to come and have a look on my website, which is marianrose.net and on the aware parenting courses page, it is there. And thank you so much to you. Thank you to you, whether this is the first episode you've listened to. Also, thank you to anyone who's listened to multiple episodes. And I've heard from so many of you who've simply listened to one or more of the episodes and have played with things and tried things out and found a difference already in sleep in your baby or child. So I am really celebrating you and... I'm sending you lots of love and look forward to seeing you. I think there might be one more sleep episode. I think there might be. If there is, I'll see you there. If not, we're going to be moving on to another topic, which I'm also really excited about. So I'll be sharing about that when it starts. (laughs) Thank you, lovely, and so much love to you.